0: So Tolly, what bubble are we popping today? I don't know, Carla. Let's find out. Happy Sunday everyone.
1: I'm Tolly. I'm Carla and this is another episode of Popping, popping the Bubble.
0: How you doing, Carla? <sighs> <laughs> I'm a keep it a buck,
1: yo. <laughs> we're really tired. Like I'm so tired. I just got out of, like, two hours of softball practice, and this week has felt, like, long and short at the same time. I don't even know how to explain it. Yeah,
0: because we only had, like, three days of classes. Four? four.
1: Mm. It was four. Anyways, oh, yeah. we're back.
0: Yeah, we took a break because we were actually on break.
1: Yeah, we so. were on spring break, and... I went to the Bahamas. I was off the grid for an entire week because I went on Geronimo, oh, sailing how I love Geronimo. around the Bahamas. It was so fun, but I didn't have my phone for an entire week. And then, I, the experience was nearly ruined because <laughs> I got <laughs> stranded. No, <laughs> Carla was at the airport
0: for like forty-eight hours. No,
1: it was it was thirty-eight hours. I was stranded in like various different airports on the way back, and it, it took us thirty-eight hours to get back home to boston which i have i have my reservations and it was just me and another student it was just the two of us traveling alone together all i'll say is where trauma bonded at this point and he has become a homie but yeah those those 38 hours almost ruined the entire experience for me and so i'm not ready to talk about it yet but (laughs) when i am i'll let y'all know
0: i didn't do anything i went home and slept (laughs) so that sounds nice (laughs) i'm a little sleep deprived right now so
1: I don't know how nice that was but yeah we gotta bring the energy because no i'm
0: no 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 life is good right we're happy
1: life is amazing we're it is chilling <laughs>
0: it's senior spring we're almost I, out of it's here it's senior oh. spring
1: it is we have what like 60 64 more days 63 64. 63 actually let me check my countdown because i got a countdown best believe let me tell y'all something and no offense
0: to sg but i'm ready to go i've been ready to go since freshman 64 year Sixty-four
1: days, so 64 days seven hours 55 minutes and 27 seconds and we're out
0: <laughs> <laughs> we're just out <laughs> so no offense sg but you could tell me i'm graduating tomorrow and i have we'll my have back our, we'll i have, have i have <laughs> my <laughs> backpack in an hour i'm like i'm not even joking oh, i man. just have i'm ready to go
1: i'm just i'm ready for the next thing you know yeah. I'm ready to evolve. I'm ready to go. Into my college We've been self. here
0: way too long. We went through a pandemic here. Yeah, year.
1: yeah. <laughs> it was a And drag. everything
0: else. Like, no more. No more.
1: All that said, you know, we had fun times. It was great. I loved it. Yeah. But
0: I'm excited. Mm, that's not the word I would use for this episode. I'm excited for this episode. I'm
1: excited for this I episode. Think, I, think,
0: I think it's going to be a roller coaster for me.
1: Oh, yeah. Just get ready for some, like... I'm emotion. definitely gonna say emotion. I hate America
0: once or twice, <laughs>
1: a few times,
0: and y'all know how emotion. I get. So. There's
1: gonna be some emotion here. Expect that from Talia. Yeah, always.
0: I'm, I'm, I'm really emotional about this.
1: But you know what? There's a lot of great in this episode as well.
0: Oh, there is. So there is.
1: We're we're it's we're just gonna, gonna be... we're gonna let we're gonna let the feelings come as they come, but then we're gonna let it go and focus on the happy, good, sure. joyous part of it all.
0: Anyways, today is today. Is the last Sunday okay, of Women's History God. Month.
1: I thought I would say today is Women's History Month. I was like No, <laughs> no, no. That's not quite how it works. Today <laughs> I would have to explain that today to you. Today is
0: the last Sunday of Women's History Month. Yep. We're going to give y'all some facts on Women's History Month because it's not popping the bubble if we don't start with some facts. All right, go ahead. So, Women's History Month, like any other month or national celebration, it actually started as a local celebration in Santa Rosa, California, and it was like a local celebration, not, and it was just a week. And the education. Notice
1: how it always starts. With a always week. starts it with always starts with a week, black like history Black History Month was a week. Yep. Yeah, okay. But you know,
0: y'all know why. Y'all know why. <laughs> yeah. And then the Educational Task Force Force of the Sonoma Country, that's in California, was um, they planned, so this was like all in 1978, they planned a Women's History Week. And then in February 1980, President Jimmy Carter issued it
1: the week of March 8th as National Women's History Week. Which and we know that March 8th is the International Day of the Girl and also Liam Smith's birthday. Sorry. Love you, Liam. He's a, he's my favorite male feminist. Anyways. I sorry. don't know how we got to that. Sorry, go ahead. But yeah. <laughs> and, then,
0: and then basically every year until 1987, the president continued to proclaim it a National Women's History Week. But then in 1987, Congress passed designating it as Women's History Month. So... That's hey, my hey, fact. Okay, Congress. Yeah, Congress. Okay, Congress sometimes you. sometimes you do some magic. <laughs> um but yeah. The,
1: when y'all actually do stuff instead of just talking in circles forever. Anyways, that's my little sub at Congress. Yeah. We'll and have you know plenty more than that. Yeah, we will, <laughs> plenty more than that. Um, uh, okay. this
0: year's theme is woman providing healing, promoting hope. And I like that like at school right now we're celebrating our health center staff shout out to our health center staff yeah. they're
1: our biggest As a supporters woman, women in leadership yeah. i love y'all that's my i'm one of the heads of women in leadership this year um and yeah we're, we're playing in a lot of stuff so i don't know if any of you hear this i'm a plug women in leadership right now um we're gonna have another meeting before the end of the month and you may or may not have the opportunity to speak to some of the speak god i can't speak english to speak with some of uh, the health center staff
0: before so, the end of what the month oh so like thursday by the time this episode comes out, okay sorry i, yeah. I keep thinking tomorrow's the last day of march no, <laughs> i don't know why <laughs> it's just
1: the last sunday of march it but just yeah. feels like it if you go to st george's and that sounds appealing to you um help us celebrate our people but um that being said um Another And this coincidentally happened that Equal Pay Day fell within uh, Women's History Month this year in the month of March. And so it took place on March 15th, which is actually the earliest it's ever been. Um, And Equal Pay Day basically just marks how far into the year an American woman has to work in order to earn what men earned in the previous year. Um, and so Equal, P- Equal Pay Day originated in 1996 uh, by the National Committee of P- on Pay Equity, um, which is also known as the NCPE. Um, and the reason why they did that was to just raise awareness, uh, raise public awareness about uh, the gap between the wages of men and women. Um, and so in 1996, at the time where they, they started Equal Pay Day, women were earning 75 cents to every $1 a white man earned um in 2022 that number is now 83 cents however we have to accommodate take into account like the the fact that this isn't the same for uh bipoc or aapi women um and so i'll go through that asian american native hawaiian and pacific islander women still and this is these are numbers today earn 75 cents uh to a white man's dollar which makes their equal pay day on may 3rd so think about that that's 75 cents that um asian american native hawaiian and pacific islander women are making today and that's where white women were in 1996 um black women earn 58 cents making their equal payday september 21st native american women earn 50 cents making their equal payday december 1st um sorry black women would be september 21st did i say that yeah 21st okay <laughs> i don't know if i said that um, and then Latina women earn forty nine cents, uh, making their equal payday, December eighth. And so although it's impressive that this is the earliest it's ever been, we also have to acknowledge that if white women are in March and Latina women are in December, um, and so are Native American women and then you have black women in September September like it, you gotta you gotta think about the disparities within that. And um I guess we'll just mention this now. Last year we did uh an episode for women's history month um and it was called like talking about women's isms um which was a very great episode we had Carmen flussell on as a guest which she's uh, one of my co-heads for women in leadership um she's a great person but we had a lot of conversations about uh feminism and intersectional feminism and um the history behind that and so if that's something that you're interested in i'd highly recommend going back and listening to that episode um because a lot of great things were said and we talked about a a lot of like really cool things and that basically just encompasses why what I just said is so like important to talk about those disparities and differences that being said uh we're gonna obviously keep within the theme of Women's History Month and we're gonna talk about some uh modern history that's being made as we speak um and that's about Judge Ketanji Brown Jackson um and she is the first black woman to ever be nominated for the Supreme Court. And so um, we're just going to really, like, go into that today. We're going to talk about her, who she is, her background. Um, and then we're going to talk about the uh, confirmation hearings that just happened this past week and uh, what that means for the future. And this is what, what I meant when I said it's going to get passionate because, <laughs> boy, do we have some things to say. Um so yeah, I think let's just let's just get into it.
0: Before we do, though, this is popping the bubble recorded by two teenage girls. So just go do your research. Yeah. I'm gonna just put that out yeah, there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> just, just you know, I'm just gonna be biased this whole episode. Anyways. Yeah, get your own information. <laughs> oh, so I would, I would just get your own information yeah. because
1: I mean I think it's important to look into it anyway. Like right, regardless. But I'm like, just saying, this, everybody needs to know. I'm about just this. saying
0: personally. I will be biased on this episode. Hell yeah. So call it what <laughs> you want. Too. But there you go.
1: <laughs> but yeah. If you if you support any members of the G O P, you sure. might be upset by <laughs> what we're gonna say today.
0: And my DMs are not open for this conversation. <laughs> so <laughs> not this one. Not that one. But yeah. Um so she was born to educate Educators Johnny and Ellery Brown, they're both graduates of HBCUs. Represent! Hey, HBCU. Represent! <laughs> um, and her family's very involved. Her brother served in the military. He also went to an HBCU. Howard! Um, <laughs> represent! <laughs> she studied government at Harvard, and uh, Jackson graduated in 1992 when if, with an AB magna cum laude. And then okay. she I know. She's and then smart. and then she attended Harvard Law School cuz she really be representing and graduated in 19, 1996 with a Juris
1: Doctor cum laude. Uh and then when she after she graduated from college, she served as a law clerk for a bunch of different people. Um we're going to get into this a little more, but one of those people who she was a clerk for happened to be Justice Breyer, who is the Supreme Court justice whose place she'll be taking because he's retiring. Um, So, yeah. We'll get into that a little more. Um, But on July twenty third, 2009, Barack Obama nominated Jackson to become the vice chair of the United States Sentencing Commission, Mm -hmm. which is also important here. Um, (laughs) And uh, basically... She amended a lot of the the sentencing guidelines to reduce uh, the range for crack cocaine offenses and enacted the Drug Minus Two Amendment, um, which basically implements a two-offense level reduction for drug crimes. Um, And on September twentieth, two 2012, Obama also nominated her to serve as a judge for the United States District Court uh, for the District of Columbia. So she's uh, very—also— and then on March 30th, 2021, uh, President Biden announced his intent to nominate Jackson to serve as a United States Circuit Judge for the U.S. Court of Appeals uh, for the D.C. Circuit. So, I mean, this is just like some of the things she's done. Um, and And there's a lot to go into there. But this woman is like she's it like she's been doing it. She's done it like she's <sighs> and that's why it's so frustrating. Oh. All right. But
0: basically <laughs> we're gonna talk about um her nomination and she was nominated by Biden, um, to fill the seat of Justice Breyer and Biden actually announced on um, February, like, last month. Um, and her nomination was sent to the Senate on February twenty eighth in her confirmation hearing. Um Happened March twenty first to the something. It was like four days to the fourth. It it started.
1: It started the twenty first, and it was four days of hearings. Yeah,
0: and yeah. So we're just gonna walk y'all through that process. But again, you should do your own research, right?
1: Because I don't even fully understand what's going on. But to the
0: extent of popping the bubble, I would do your own research. (laughs) But just just so everyone has a little background yeah so basically you're nominated by the president and then you go through the confirmation hearing before the senate committee which is made up of 22 senators um, and it's a four day process so during the hearing you hear testimonies from both supporting and oppositions and then after that there's like there's there's a lot of things going on there's mm-hmm. like background checks, testimonies like interrogations <laughs> all, all, all of what you expect in a US mm-hmm. political agenda and all of that and then the Senate votes so the voting is happening
1: I think it's April Fourth.
0: April fourth. And basically what happens is the twenty two Senates vote. And they either vote yes, no, or undecided. And then it goes to the
1: the rest of the Senate. Yeah. Yeah. It's like the I bigger the, rest the, the bigger
0: committee. And the, then the, the whole Senate. Yeah. Basically. The <laughs> Senate. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> And then they make a final decision.
1: Yeah. And all she needs is just a majority vote yeah. in order to win. win and be appointed. So, yeah, that's just the, the basics of the process, we think. If we're wrong, let us know. But I think that pretty much covers it. Yeah. Um, other than that, like, go figure it out for yourself. <laughs> um, <laughs> but, yeah, so we're just going to talk about the hearings because a lot happened during those hearings. And um, I think the first day I was like. The first day I okay. was chill. We were chilling. <laughs> we, we were was chilling. Okay. Because it was basically just introductions. Like people were, you know, making their little their speeches or whatever. And then she had the opportunity to um, just talk about herself and like who she is, what she's done. And she talked a lot about her family, actually. Um, and like her husband, her parents, and her daughter were all there to support her, um, which is amazing to see. But um, yeah, it was just like all around. Like the first day, I was just like, I was just like, like oh, this is a vibe. Let I was like, like, look at I her know? in right. her red suit; She killing right. the game. Like
0: right. I was like, this is gonna be nothing. Like I was like, <laughs> I was like, why are they even doing this? Like
1: qualified per right. like black woman ain't even a question. Ain't even a question. Then day two. Then day two hit. <laughs> And the GOP senators started wilding, like, wild. Okay, anyways. So
0: basically, day two was questioning. So there's twenty, the twenty-two senators in the committee. Mm-hmm. They each have thirty minutes to ask questions. Thirty minutes. Now, some people don't know what thirty minutes is, but <laughs> I just, I like, I don't even know where to start. <laughs> I don't even know, like, like I generally don't know where to start. Like, okay. I don't know how to unpack day okay. two.
1: Let me just say this. The purpose of this hearing, it's literally called a confirmation hearing, okay? (laughs) It's to speak with her, to go over her cases, um, her career, who she is as a person, to assure that she can, uh, you know, do her job as a Supreme Court justice without bias and, you know, do her job, basically, that she can can justifiably become a Supreme Court judge. However... (laughs) The uh, GOP senators, which when I say that, I just mean the Republicans, they use this as an opportunity to turn her confirmation hearing into like a political circus. And uh, a lot of what they were trying to do was to like ask her things that were like had no relevance, or had no prevalence or things that they knew she couldn't answer because they might be cases uh, that are currently before the Supreme Court that she would have to uh, rule on uh, when she was nominated and became, not nominated, but when she were, it, when she became a Supreme Court judge, and like they were just like asking about things that are happening, like things that she can't answer, or like trying to get her to like slip up and say something. And I'll say this, that. The way that she handled herself was, like, absolutely amazing. Because I know if I was there, like, I would have, like, started crying and then, like, started yelling at everybody.
0: <laughs> Which we're going to talk about. Like, we're, we're actually going to get into that. Because the vitriol that she went through, like, that they mm-hmm. gave to her, that, like, honestly, like, if you didn't feel personally attacked. Right. If you didn't think of it as a personal attack then you weren't paying attention mm-hmm. because the way but no I I, I don't want to talk about that yet because then the then the episode will be ruined
1: <laughs> let's just start off with it like let's no just get it I, over just, I just
0: want to talk about some of the senators I think I need okay, to all right. I think I need to go through that and okay. then get to the to the to the all right. good part all right go ahead so I I was in and out of it just because mm-hmm. it was, like, too much. But I watched Graham, um, Senator Graham, question her. And basically his whole attack was religion. And mm-hmm. I think this one, yeah. I've stated this in the podcast, or if I haven't, I believe in God, but I wouldn't necessarily call myself a religious person. Mm-hmm. I just believe in a higher being and that I have a greater purpose in life. Right. But the way this, (laughs) the way this man attacked her Mm -hmm. for something that literally will never like be a thing in the Supreme Court. Like I, I really don't understand you Americans. All you talk about is the separation of church and state and yet you literally cannot listen to yourself. It's literally written. Like, it's literally written to the Constitution. The thing that literally she's going into, (laughs) and yet you still found 30 minutes to talk to her about Like, he was just like, he was just like, so so what do you identify as? No, no, no,
1: no. no. You know, what he said he said on a scale of one to ten, <laughs> how religious are you? And then
0: he goes, he goes, he goes, that's great. I think I've only been to church like yeah. once. He I was like, that's goes, a hell I'm probably like here. a
1: 6. I've probably only gone to church like three three times this year. I was like, okay, well I was like, like, like what are you what are you doing? What are you trying to get at? The whole point. And and this she had to do this a lot. She basically had to explain to him that her role as a judge is to keep her personal beliefs and opinions and biases outside of her work and the her, amount her, like, of time she said implicit <laughs> biases to every
0: single senator <laughs> I'm sorry. I, I think I'd be rich by now like, because it was generally crazy. Like he just kept asking her the same questions and she was like, I'm telling you, like mm-hmm. this is not gonna affect my job. This has never affected my job. I've right. never brought it <laughs> And that was the thing for me. Like And this is really to the Republicans. If you're going to ask a question, at least make it make sense. Because y'all were pulling these questions out of your asses. And I generally mean that. Like, you asked her about religion. And then I'm thinking, like, okay, he asked her, like, what it affect it? She said no move on where's your next question no he kept drilling where's your next question (laughs) like it literally was 30 minutes of the same question repeated Uh 500 different times and i was like did you not know you were asking a question did you just (laughs) did you just remember this in the parking lot and you
1: had to think of something see but this is the thing i know that these senators they're not dumb no they're not dumb the thing is though that like these are educated men like they're they're not stupid they're doing it for a reason they're trying to, like, back her into a corner and get her to, like, slip up. But let me tell you, she, she was, like, was not Senator. giving it to them.
0: Let me tell y'all something. She was like, Senator. When y'all watch these highlights and all you hear is Senator, <laughs> just know that is the ancestors talking through her because they're really keeping her at peace. <laughs> I'm just I'm just stating that as a fact. Yeah, like,
1: you can just tell, like, the look on her face. She was like, are you shitting me she right now? Like, like
0: She was like, I really got to sit through this for, like, yeah, two days.
1: And it was crazy. Okay, and then there was another, I forget her. I don't even know what her name was. Like, it's not even worth it. The one who was, like what's a woman blackbird can you blackbird it was senator blackbird Black- yeah, Black blackbird she, Black goes, my she ass. goes can you define can you give me a definition <laughs> of women? <laughs> and she goes and judge jackson was just like i'm not a biologist like <laughs> what do you want but here's the thing we were talking about this in race relations that the reason why they're asking these questions about religion about um like crt and uh women, the definition women's of rights, women, womanhood is LGBTQ because currently rights. there are, you know, a lot of cases sitting in front of the Supreme Court or that are projected to go to the Supreme Court um, that have a large effect on things like women's rights, uh, religious rights and things like that. And so this is why they're asking um, her these questions, even though, and these are the types of things that she can't really comment on because of the fact that they might be going before the Supreme Court right now. And so, um, <laughs> she can't really make a comment on these things and, like, because they would ask her, like, would you uphold this and this? And she can't answer that because she's, like, you just, so like. So they're doing it for a reason. Ugh. But here's another thing. I think it, I think it was Graham when he was asking her about religion that he was like, it just upsets me because last year, Amy Comey Barrett, Amy Coney Barrett, I don't even know what the fuck her name is, Amy Coney Barrett, um. Uh, she was basically like called out for, like, or, this is what they mm. thought. They were that people were calling Democrats, particularly, were calling her out um, because she was so religious and, and this, and they were coming for her faith and whatever. And then, like, he was like, it just hurt me that. Whatever I was like, this has nothing Graham to was do bringing with Judge Graham, Jackson.
0: Graham brought up like four different people in one <laughs> sentence, and I was like, "Hold on, are we still talking about her?" Yeah. Or I was like, "Where the question at?" Yeah, like I was. He brought up, and I guess I don't know enough history, mm-hmm. and like I've been talking to um, Dr. Bullock about it. There's just a lot, like when it comes to these nominations, mm-hmm. like um, Anita Hill, which I've been reading about, and I don't know enough information to speak upon it. But, like, a lot of the people who've, like, gone through this or who were, like, nominated, whether I make get through, mm-hmm. like, he just brought up these conversations yeah. and these things. And I was, like, is this time over yet? I was, like, it just, it was, like, <sighs> wasted. It was just a wasted 30 minutes. Yeah. Like, how do you go up there in your 30-minute question and you go, what is a woman? <laughs> <laughs> this is not Right. This is not science class. And to be honest I just I just didn't see how it was relevant. Even
1: for that, she was the thing is, black and brown, then she goes,
0: and, and the then she goes, and then she goes. Well, let me tell you the definition of a woman. And
1: she was like, "The fact that you can't give me a definition is why this is, is worrisome."
0: Because because, and I put this in quotes.
1: He was uh, like, "The progressive definition." Yeah. And
0: I was like, "Can you get the hell out of here, bro? Like, I hate, I hate who gave you." Who gave you? I was you like, "Who minutes?
1: gave you these?" Th- <laughs> I was
0: like, "I was like." I was just thinking. I was like, they don't do a review. Of the questions they who don't like. The,
1: who put the committee together is what I want. Right, because How that's my question. Yeah,
0: because I was just like, nobody checked these questions. Nobody made <laughs> like you didn't proofread them. You didn't. Nobody like looked at them. It was just. It was just <laughs> crazy, and I'm not saying it was all the rep- Republicans because I don't remember his name, but I think it was Leahy. or. I remember. They all look the same to me. They're all white <laughs> They're men. All white men One of them was actually very insightful where he talked about, like, you know, like, I applaud you. Mm-hmm. And he just talked about how, like, we need her. Like, they need mm-hmm. her. Because sometimes, like we, like, America is so divided based on politics, it's actually crazy. And what he talked about was how, like, Sometimes that's what you need. You need division. Like, I want to mm-hmm. argue about, I want to argue and conversate till we get to something where we can agree mm-hmm. with. Like, it doesn't always need to be, like, who's going to kill each other first. Sometimes it's just, like, let's disagree before we agree. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? And he talked about that. And I was like, give him 30 more minutes, please.
1: <laughs> <laughs> give give somebody else's 30 minutes. Give then. somebody else's
0: 30 minutes. Because yeah. he brought up some good points. Like, yes, there is a division. There is, it's clear. There is Republican and Democrat. Mm-hmm. But you you just don't need to attack.
1: No, and it's, it's really interesting that you bring that up because when uh, she was nominated, I think, for the, the U.S. Court of Appeals for the D.C. Circuit, I think it was that one, Yeah, that uh, there was also a vote on that, and there were, like, Republicans who voted for yeah, her. Yeah, they crossed the um They crossed the, the aisle. aisle. Right. They, went ac- they voted across the aisle. And... Um, the thing about that is that one of the same people who voted her, for her for to to be on the court of appeals, he said like, "I voted for you then. I'm not going to vote for you again." Basically, and and see that's the thing too because I think there's there's sort of like power in the fact that like sh- she had bipartisan support from both sides, yet now it's like and this this is telling of how like political it's mm-hmm. become. Um, now. And that kind of sucks because we're supposed to have checks and balances. The Supreme Court is supposed to be one of the checks and balances of the U.S. government. If you've ever had, like, basically, just learning the basics. Like, there's the executive branch, the legislative branch, whatever, and the Supreme Court. Like, and, like, this, those checks and balances are so important. But, like, that system, it's, like, put under fire and there's sort of, like, a threat to that system because of how, like, politicized and polarized everything has become. And so... Now I'm, like, questioning, like, do we really have checks and balances or is it all just, like, a whole lot of the same thing? Because now it's it's literally affecting everything. And I'm not going to say that, like, I don't want, like, a more liberal, like, judge on the Supreme Court because, duh, that aligns with my opinions. But at the same time, it's, like, I think <laughs> we need to, like, seriously look at the system and think about, like, is it doing what it's supposed to be doing? Is it doing exactly what it's supposed to be doing that's just not beneficial to all of the American people? Like, it's just things like that that I've been thinking about recently with especially, like, this... Like, just this entire, like, situation.
0: Yeah, and I don't know. I, I've i been doing a lot of reading, and one of the things, like... This was in class. We had such a good discussion in race relations. But we were talking about, like the numbers of the Supreme Court and I was like, -hmm. who picked nine? So I, like I looked it up and generally like the history behind it is messed up too, because at (laughs) one point it was going to be 15 because, because who was it? Like Lincoln wanted like somebody not to win. And then it was Mm -hmm. like seven because they wanted someone else not to win. And it's like, there's like, you really think it'd be like nine because it's like a significant number or something like that. Like, and I put this in quotes, like it's, there for like checks and balances Mm -hmm. but when you look at the history the the president the the executive branch has the power to change that yeah like (laughs) and it's been and it's they've tried to change it because of political agendas Mm -hmm. so i don't know it just and that's the whole that's the whole
1: thing with like packing the court (laughs) because the the last time that the the court was packed i believe i i'm pretty sure this is right but it was under a republican president and now we're we're back to nine, and packing the court is basically just, like Tully said, adding more judges. Um, and the last time it was packed was, I think, with the Republican president. But now that it's Biden, and there's, like, talks of, well, Biden packed the court, now it's, like, frowned upon by the Republicans, because it's, like, a, a political agenda, and I'm sure it was that way when the Republicans did so. It's always a, like, there's this, like, political thing, and I don't, I don't like that it's, I think it should be fixed. Yeah, but, like, but, like, if it's, like, all conservative that's judges, like, I'm saying pack the goddamn court. Like That's, like, saying it, but, like... I mean, it changes. I wish yeah. it was fixed from the start. Yeah. And I wish that, like, the, the institution of the Supreme Court was, like, respected. And it was, like, you know? But we don't live in that world. And if Biden, if Biden tries to pack the court, then who the hell am I to say he can't pack the court? Like,
0: I don't know. It's just...
1: Central. Yeah, so yeah. I don't know. I don't know anything about it. not know, like, so.
0: like <laughs> honestly, like, this is I'm not even gonna lie. This is day one for me. Like, I really <laughs> just started getting into this like right. two weeks ago, really, like two weeks ago. Because I just was like, I don't know anything about this. And then I just kept reading, like, I was just like, oh, right. And then I was like, I have more questions, and then I have more questions, mm-hmm. and, then have more questions. and then I have more questions, and then I was like, but this doesn't make sense and now I'm like, <laughs> no, none on. of it makes sense. like none of it m- and i don't know maybe it's because school system kind of sucks if you don't go to a public uh, if you don't go to a private school that's fully funded and can teach you these stuff but like you don't learn these things and what's crazy and what i why we really wanted to do this podcast is it's happening right in front of our faces mm-hmm. and i was talking i was talking to dr b about this and she was like oh this has happened before i'm like what you're talking about with anita hill mm-hmm. which i i haven't i haven't had the time to read or catch up on but this one is like this is for us mm-hmm. this is our generation yeah. right here we're watching this unfold mm-hmm. live in front of our eyes and i'm just sitting there and i'm like i don't know anything yeah. about this
1: The thing is, too, that a lot of people are also just, like, oblivious to the entire process. To the entire process. They don't understand how important this is or how, like, big this is. Whoever, like, is in the Supreme Court, like, it's a big deal. Like, let me remind you that, like, Supreme Court justices, they're on there for, like, once you're nominated and you get the spot, you're there until you die, like Ruth Bader Ginsburg was. And, unfortunately, Amy Coney was the one to replace her. But, like, you're there until you die or you choose to retire, like a justice Breyer has or is doing now. And so, like, this is a lifelong thing. It's a big deal to be elected and elected to the Supreme Court. And so the fact that a lot of people don't understand how – and it's not – I'm not going to blame us for not being aware. Like, I'm going to blame the system it's and, the system. like, how intangible and inaccessible all of that information is because this stuff, like, it affects us. Like and- – Our reproductive rights are, like, going before these people. Like, it matters. And so it's just things like that. Like, land rights. Like, literally your rights as a human being, as, like, a citizen, like, it all goes before these people. Mm -hmm. And they are the ones who decide. And the fact that not enough people have the, like, agency or, like, they just don't, like, care. like And it's not always their fault that they don't care because they just don't have the information they don't have the access to the the resources to do so but that that to me is just like it's it's wild and i'm kind of mad at myself that like i wasn't into this before and that like but i'm glad now that we're doing all this research and we're asking all these questions because this really matters to us and then i mean hopefully we can help like i didn't even know she was the first black woman Mm -hmm. to be
0: not like I really sat there it <laughs> was like holly. <laughs> Dumbfounded. I was like and we can't know everything. Mm-hmm. And I think this is like side note, like this is why we have the podcast. Because mm-hmm. we learn about something and we're just mm-hmm. like who else don't know about right. that? <laughs> because I'm I'm just shocked. Like like the first black woman she would be the first black woman. Mm-hmm. Do you know how much power mm-hmm. and weight and history That's being made right there. Yeah. And I'm just sitting there, and I'm like, you? I'm just like, wow. Yeah.
1: Like,
0: I'm just like... Like, who else doesn't know
1: about this? And why isn't this taught? Yeah. Why isn't this a thing? It's like, similar, but also different to when Biden and Kamala Harris won. Exactly. Because also historic another black woman like the first female vice president but also kamala her job and like i'm not gonna say that this that uh like they're both historic but kamala she's gonna be around for like as vice president and then maybe she'll go for president but that's not a lifelong thing judge judge bradley Brown Jackson, like she, this is a lifelong thing for her, Mm -hmm. and she's going to have like a lifelong impact for as long as she lives or until she chooses to retire. Like, that's a lifelong position that you can't give up. But Kamala, like, she gets elected. There's an election every four years, and so, like, there's no certainty that she'll be reelected next year or that she'll win the election for president, and so on. So, just I, I think that's why for me, there's a little bit more weight in this because it's like a lifelong thing. Like, this is a big deal like this is our
0: generation yeah this is it like I think there in the past few years there's only been like three nominations or because some, somebody died or somebody retired mm-hmm. and I'm just sitting here and I was like I didn't even know that mm-hmm. like how would I have known that and it, it's like I like I partially three. yeah I partially blame myself but I like I heavily blame the the system and the institution we live in Mm -hmm. like how would i have known i generally would not have known about this or like i read it on the news like when i was reading the new york times like Mm -hmm. like two months ago i was like okay I was or she like, like
1: a little headline that like I'm not gonna click. I on. was like, okay, I don't. Cool, this is happening. I was like, I'm okay, not. another
0: political thing. Yeah. And I was like, whatever. I don't really, I don't really care. <laughs> In politics. No, no. I was like, politics. All right. Our
1: generation does not care much for. We politics. don't really
0: care about that. Y'all, y'all keep messing us up, anyways. Yeah. Climate change is gonna take us out before y'all do, <laughs> so it's fine. Okay. But like, I didn't even. I, I just didn't even know the significance mm-hmm. of it. And I saw this. I saw this headline like months ago. Yeah. And I was like. Cool. cool like
1: <laughs> another like,
0: thing okay like, yeah so I don't know it's just it's something to think about and I think like not just this topic but literally any topic anything that's going on in the world it's just like I know I'm not gonna know everything but now I'm just like mm-hmm. how much am I supposed to know
1: and who's responsible for that yeah who's responsible for it like instilling this knowledge right yeah right Right. Anyways, that's All a right. different. <laughs> let's go. All right, let's go back to the hearings and what other senators. Ted Cruz.
0: <laughs> Ted I've Ted been Cruz. saving you.
1: Oh, man. Ted Cruz.
0: <laughs> you are just generally this man is- a disgrace this to man humanity. Just- and I mean, that's like one of the worst things I could he ever has say to be- about someone. He has
1: to be the
0: most hated
1: member of the Senate. Like he has to be. There's no way. There's just no way. I literally get a I headache thinking about this man.
0: Because let There's me tell no y'all. Way. Let me tell y'all what Ted Cruz. All right. We're we're gonna we're gonna act this out, right? You be Judge Jackson. <laughs> I'll be Ted Cruz. I'll just okay. ask you a random question. Okay. What's your favorite color? Well, what what, what how, Judge? how's she not gonna answer my Senator. question? <laughs> Judge. how's she not gonna answer my question? Senator. <laughs> no. No. Let her answer my question. And then, okay. Next question. But like why didn't you go to lunch today? (laughs) Or, like, do you think babies are racist?
1: (laughs) Like, let's talk about that. Let's talk about that one because...
0: I didn't even know that was a question that could be asked.
1: (laughs) I was like, yo, this man... And I was cracking up laughing because the way that they, like for their, their evidence or whatever, they deadass had, like, big boards yeah. Of, like, their Yeah, he evidence. brought big so boards. So he, he brought, like, a board. I think it was, like, the cover of a book called, like, Anti-Racist Baby. Yeah. And it's a children's book. By Kendi. By Kendi, who we've read mm-hmm. this year. Um, great author. I recommend reading him. Stamped. Um, but he, he wrote a children's book, <laughs> and it's called Anti-Racist Baby. I haven't read it. I don't know. Uh, I don't even know I'm, if I want to read it. <laughs> I'm assuming... I'm assuming... <laughs> that it's like a chil- like a children's book like just you know introducing the idea of like being anti-racist to kids without like you know it's not like a, a whole novel for kids telling you, like, you're racist if you do this, 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 and this, and this, and this. Like, this is how not to be he racist, brought out, you little he white brought kids. Out, He brought oh. out the big board
0: with the book, and he was like, you ever read this book? And she's over here sitting like, what the hell did they talk about? He was like, like Senator, what no. Does,
1: what does that have to do? And he was like, do you think that this teaches, this this tells little babies that they're, like, racist? And I'm paraphrasing. He did,
0: but this and this and this was what I was most mad about. I think he could have generally had great questions. I think he could have generally, <laughs> and, and, and that's big coming from me because I don't respect. I don't. I don't respect. one I don't <laughs> respect, not one ounce of respect, I don't respect Ted Cruz him. at all. And this was my problem with all of the Republicans, but specifically him. <laughs> he tackled. He talked Good. about critical race theory. He talked about women's rights. He talked about. Something else, something else big. Oh, in her cases, which we're going to get into. Mm -hmm. And I generally think if somebody had proofread his questions (laughs) or just one person, just one person had looked at it and be like, okay, but let's like formulate this into an actual question.
1: See, but the thing is that all of the, all of them were on the same thing. No, I know that, but
0: I'm saying. I think it had great potential. <laughs> what do you mean? This no, let me real. tell you something. Let me tell Please you explain something. explain yourself. I think it had great potential to generally show you her qualifications. Okay. Because she would have wiped his ass with these questions <laughs> if they were real. I'm just saying. Yeah. And he, he so he was talking about, he said this, and I was like, see, this is where I would have gotten up if I was her. <laughs> he was talking about this, um, not amendment, This this law. And it was a a bill, yeah, and it was talking about women's rights. And it was Mm -hmm. basically like, women are protected. He was explaining how, like, you can only sue, like, the Supreme Court if it, like, if your identity pertains to the certain bill. Mm -hmm. So he was talking about women's rights, and he was like, okay, well, if I decide to be a woman, then this bill pertains to me. And then he goes, but if I don't, then it doesn't. And then he goes, I'm a Hispanic man. And I was like, Oh, I didn't know you knew that. That's the first thing that came out of my mouth. I was like, I did not know you knew that about yourself. I'm not even going <laughs> to lie. I I was just like, Oh, I've never heard this man say that out loud. It, it, it literally like, oh it threw me. I was like, what? Anyways, he goes, I'm a Hispanic man. Okay. I was like, I was like, okay, where this going? And then he goes, but what if tomorrow I decided I wanted to be Asian and I go, <laughs> ah, you lost me?
1: I was like, I was like, my draw. I was like, I was like, there's no way. I was like, you lost
0: me. But he brought up. Just this tiny moment, this tiny moment of hope I had. He brought up this conversation where he was talking about Harvard's law to discriminate to Mm -hmm. discriminate against Asians. Mm -hmm. He brought that up. He was like, but I can't he was like, I can never sue Harvard or the courts for that Mm -hmm. because he's not Asian. Mm -hmm. I was like, all right, where this going? I was like, give me something. And then what he
1: said.
0: And then nothing. He didn't give her, right I didn't even understand what the statement was after that. <laughs> he didn't even give her a chance to speak. Yeah. Oh, he just didn't say anything. And I was like, this had so much potential. <laughs> if only you, like, asked a question. And that frustrated me. And he's literally, it was like a crybaby. <laughs> when, I don't
1: forget, I don't know who it was who was, like, in charge of this entire The, chair? was the chairman. The chairman. The chairman. Yeah. I don't know what's his name um but basically the chairman and he was like arguing with the chairman. He was like, let her answer my question. The chairman was like, Your time is up. Like, <laughs> the chairman was fed it, up. <laughs> fed up. Ridiculing him. Like he was a child. Like he was the way he was like whining like a literal child. It was crazy. I was like, is this a grown man right there? Or is it like a freaking five year old? Durbin. Like, Durbin.
0: It was Durbin. Durbin.
1: Durbin was fed. Well, up. I've never seen a
0: white man so fed up by another <laughs> white man. He was literally like, Do you know the rules? You yeah, have thirty minutes. Right. It's <laughs> over. And then he goes, "I gave you ex- that was your extra time." Like he was you- like,
1: "He was like judge, you don't have to answer these questions." <laughs> it was just like, it was crazy. Okay, but let's talk about the the case that they kept bringing up. Uh, there's a few cases, but we'll, we'll talk about one of them that's very important. Um, and also just to note the fact that, um, she, I believe that she is the only. Uh, yeah, she's the Regional only um, nominee or like judge that has ever been a public defender. Mm-hmm. None of the other judges on the Supreme Court have ever been public defenders. And I'll yeah. just say that. Oh, Which um, is...
0: Yeah. Go, no, I was going to say something, but go ahead. Okay.
1: Um, And this is important, because the way that they're trying to paint her is as, like... And this is very important, because they would try to say that she's soft on crime. Yeah. Um. So, yeah, they're trying to paint her as soft on crime, because not only was she a public defender um, but she also had this one or few cases in particular which um, before I get into that I do want to give a, a brief little trigger warning um, we're going to be talking about um, child pornography uh, because this was a very important case and something that they talked about very frequently at the hearing um, and it's very important to you know the sort of image uh, that they're trying to paint of her as being soft on crime. So if that's uh, disturbing to you or, you know, this is your opportunity to hop off. Um, but yeah, so we're going to talk about that. So essentially, as a judge, and we mentioned this before, but she was a member of uh, – what was it? The uh, sentencing – the sentencing they like – Sorry, hold on. She, all right, so she – Um, amended sentencing guidelines um, which, you know, like I mentioned before, reduce like, uh, the penalties for, uh, like, crack cocaine possession, stuff like that. And so, um, not only this was she deemed as soft on crime for this, but also because, uh, as a judge, some of the cases that she ruled on, um, there were child pornography cases. And um, just some context to this, for any crime um i believe that there are like set guidelines for sentencing saying like and and this goes into like mandatory minimums and maximums for certain crimes like if you do said crime you get this much time in prison and those are like the guidelines judges don't those are those are just guidelines they're not like always set in stone rules that judges have to follow because judges have the power to rule on their own and decide um what sentence they want to give to, uh, their defendant, um, but, so she worked these child pornography cases, and the, the, the guidelines for child pornography and, and, like, the, the, um, what's it called, having them, um, the possession of child pornography, that was what I was looking for, the guidelines were set decades ago, this was before we had the internet before we had computers and technology and before heinous things like that were as accessible as they are today and so i'll just say that Um, because obviously like that is one of the worst crimes there is that's just just, and so those guidelines were set years ago and the guidelines would be like from, like, 1 to 50 pictures, 50 to 100, 100 to 200 pictures. And obviously now today, because it's more accessible, because back in the day it used to be, like, print out pictures. You got to like, You, you got like to, you, you know, like, put it in that dark room exactly. camera. You got to
0: do all that for a picture. Right. Like,
1: and now it's different. Now we have the Internet where, like, things are so easily accessible. And so the, the guidelines, if you were to put, if you were to go based off of the same guidelines as, as like, from decades ago today, then people would be, like, in prison for life. People would, like, probably, like, be a death penalty for that. Mm-hmm. Because it changes. There's, like, times are different, and we have to account for, like, the modernization of society. And so uh, there was a case in particular where um, she gave uh the defendant a sentence that was less than the recommended sentence by these guidelines and so the uh GOP senators they took that and they ran with it and then they were trying to paint her as soft on crime and being like soft on like this particular like child pornography and like what asking her and this was this was a topic of conversation that they just would not like there were countless senators, like, just asking her the same exact questions over and over again, and even though she had already answered it, and she would tell them, like, yeah, she was like I've yesterday already, i answered I, this, I've but I, was, answered I guess this I'll say question. it again. And, and then the, the senator would be like, she's not answering my question, why aren't you answering my question? And then she, like, would explain it to them again. And so, she'd have to just explain that over and over again. And, um... They were just, like, taking out the littlest things and trying to, like, run with it. And so – but also something that they were trying to do was to get um, – and there was, like, a little dispute between the two aisle, the two sides of the aisle, the Dems and the Republicans, um, about, like, who had access to what information. And so the Republicans are trying to say that, like, the Democrats had access to information that they didn't have and so on and so forth as, as pertaining to this, uh, this case. And so um, – there was this one point where, like, the chairman and the, 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 you know, the people, they, like, had to address that. And so they said, like, we have the same information as you. But also, Ted Cruz, this was Ted Cruz and I think 10 other senators, uh, they uh, wrote, like, a little letter thing um, requesting that um, almost, like, as if they could, like, subpoena the records from that case, or like, I've try never to get the seen records.
0: Republicans try to get a record it's so fast, <laughs> but when we're trying to get Donald Trump's right. taxes, it Ooh. was a, uh, it was a. Uh, we can't, we can't do that. Right. We can't figure just, it out. Right. Blah, 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 blah. No, I'm,
1: just, I'm just stating the Yeah. Facts. So they were trying to get the records, and it was like of the the transcripts from like the trials and what specifically happened. And of course, those transcripts and those records contain sensitive information about the victims of these crimes, um, and so I think. I don't know if it was a chairman or who exactly it was who was uh, like saying this, but they were basically saying like, "There's no need. Like, never once in any of these hearings have we ever needed like transcripts and like sensitive information oh, so such we're as that." About, and, like, like, it's like people, harmful, like, exactly. Like
0: minors, and a lot of the cases were not just pornography; they were mm-hmm. sexual assault. Mm-hmm. Which, like, I was like, "You just can't do that." Like, mm-hmm. these are close cases, and there were other cases with the Guatemal. Guantanamo Bay. Guantanamo. Oh my gosh. Guantanamo yeah. Guantanamo Bay. Yeah, I got you. And it was just like, I don't, I can't even like get deep into the cases mm-hmm. because I generally would have to do more research. And one of the things, um, Ted Cruz brought up with the sentencing was like, the I guess this was what she said in one of her cases. She was mm-hmm. like, it's not about how many like photos mm-hmm. and stuff. And, like, I don't really know how to process that. I kind of have mixed. Yeah, I I agree. I have mixed emotions about that because, like, a part of me is, like, one photo is enough for me. Mm -hmm. Like, one photo is is already pushing it. But, like, you brought up a good point of, like, these sentences were sent years ago. Mm -hmm. They were created, like, very when you get a polaroid Mm -hmm. you know how hard it takes like four to five weeks for photos (laughs) to develop and now we have photos i i can literally send carla a photo and be like that in literally like two seconds it's so easy and like i like i I feel like i can't like this is one of those things where i just can't talk about it Mm -hmm. and this is really like a more opinionated base where people have to do their own research and actually Mm -hmm because she's right every sentence every court case is different and that's one of the things Mm -hmm. i truly believe in i don't think there's one identical case i don't think any case should be treated as something else because it's just it's just not Mm -hmm. there's so many different circumstances there's so many different things and like i don't know i really think i just like me personally i have to like, read these transcripts yeah. myself and like understand more about the case because they don't. Talk- that was the hard part, too. They weren't really yeah. talking about the case, yeah, because they couldn't as well. Like, mm-hmm. they didn't really know anything exactly. about the case, they were going off it based on her, they were just like nitpicking, nitpicking yeah. hearings, right? Which, which was also like, these are all subs. Uh, what's the word? Subs- uh, these are just evidence that like they just wouldn't work. Mm-hmm. they would be like, if you'd really think about it, like, if you brought this up in a court case against Judge Jackson, you Substantial? really... Substantial? Circumstantial? Sub, c- circumstantial. <laughs> They're just cir- circumstantial evidence. Like, you can't mm-hmm. really use them as an argument. Right. And, it, it, like, the whole two to second and third day was literally sub- circumstantial evidence.
1: Yeah, it was all just, like, nitpicking. And the thing about, like, if you've ever watched a trial, like there's a lot that goes into it there's like certain like evidence and like different things that lawyers judges everybody the jury has to consider when ruling or deciding on something and another thing another thing too though is like our legal system allows should allow it is said to allow for like periods of rehabilitation and like there's there's different things like that and so I'm not like defending. Yeah, I don't. I don't want to. I just like. like, I like. Like, like, also, this topic is so hard. Exactly, but also, like, and she said this, and this goes for like any kind of crime, that you know, we need like, and and that's just one of the factors that need to go into it. And so another thing is saying that like, making it seem as if she was the only judge who made a decision, um, near, close to that, because like I was saying before. A lot of these like guidelines they're because they're so outdated, a lot of judges have to and this isn't just Hertz, like hundreds of judges like across the entire country are having to decide these things for themselves and trying to like make it up as they go because times are changing. That's like saying like <laughs> like I can enslave you. Like times are different. Back in the day, like slavery used to be legal. It's right. not legal anymore. Like, times have like, changed. The law back in the, the law, day, like, the like, law, like, know. the law, the law needs to change with society. And that's the thing. Is that a, a lot of our laws are still the same as And same y'all won't words. change it. I keep it's talking the about words. the constitution. Like, they're we dead. Need to amend like it. like there there needs to be certain amendments and like she amended a lot of the uh like the guidelines for sentencing for like drug possession but like more more types of laws and things need to be amended and that was one that like a lot of judges it wasn't just her and the way that they were trying to paint her and portray her it was like like she was weak yeah like you're soft on crime like you're, you're soft news. like yeah. how you gonna be
0: how you gonna be in the supreme <laughs> and were, court and you were a public, and defender, you were a public like, defender like, like you gonna like you're gonna be biased and she right. literally was like i've never been biased in my life <laughs>
1: And that that tells you how unbiased that she is. She's been really? a public defender. She's been a judge. Like, she's because I a- hate to say,
0: I would be biased as hell in those court cases. <laughs> There's no way you would get the maximum. But see, that's me, right? Yeah, that's me. But then, but then what? Well, like, what would they have said if they gave her the maximum? Oh, you being too hard on crime? Right. You don't understand. What about rehabilitation? They would have hit, and that, w- that was, it was so hard for me mm-hmm. to watch because I was like, and this this is the part where like intersectionality plays and kind of the personal part for me i was just like no matter what she did they would have hit her hard no matter what Mm
1: -hmm.
0: no matter what she could have she could have fed every homeless person in the streets (laughs) and they still would have found a way to come at her and that was hard because i was like are you coming at her because she's a woman are you coming at her because she's black are you coming at her because she's way too qualified for this and way better than you? Like w- <laughs> what are you, you what are you coming at her for? And that was so it it was it literally pained me to watch it. Because I was like I just I just don't understand. And this is my thing. You can question, but there was a level of attack in those 4 days mm-hmm. that did not need to happen. Mm-hmm. And I And it was so hard, and I think, like, people are going to disagree with me on this one, but I'm going to say it, because it's the reality of a black woman. The tantrum that Graham did, Cruz, and every other Senate, Mm -hmm. if she slipped up one bit every single timeline, and I promise you that would have been the angry black woman, Mm -hmm. the disrespectful black woman, Mm -hmm. the unprofessional black woman. Mm -hmm. And she can't be angry in public, but guess what? This is popping the bubble and I'm going to be angry as fuck because I was so angry. Why is it that she had to sit there for 22 hours with break or whatever for 22 hours and be attacked? Not questioned because those weren't questionings. She was attacked.
1: Mm-hmm. It was it was literally like a personal attack. Like she was the vessel that they zeroed in, all of their like rage, everything was like she was the target. She was like the vessel They
0: said, I got a black woman in front of me, I'ma pull out all my racist, misogynistic questions. I'ma just <laughs> go crazy. And I was so mad because I guarantee you every black woman that was watching that felt some type of pain. Mm-hmm. I literally, I I think at one point I cried.
1: Yeah, I I had to turn it off. Because I was like,
0: like, I was like, there's no way. There's no way in hell. First of all, I don't take no disrespect, especially from white men. (laughs) And I was like, there's no (laughs) way I would have been able to sit there and just go senator. There's no No. way. (laughs) There's no way. And I have so, I don't even know if it's like, I don't, like respect is not even the word. Like I like. I was reading something, like an article, and it just talked about how, why is it for black women to break barriers, for black women to literally be on top? We have to go to trauma. hmm Like, we have to celebrate, but then heal from the trauma mm-hmm. that caused us to celebrate. Mm-hmm. That article hit a little too yeah, home. Yeah, it hit a lot. It hit a lot for me. And I was yeah. watching it. And they're talking about like, like the happy side. Like that, mm. hap, that nice beautiful picture of her daughter looking at her as mm-hmm. a proud mother. But when you look at it, like her daughter had to sit through her mother getting attacked. Her mother, her parents, her the husband, one who her daughter.
1: Her family had right. to
0: sit through that and watch their child, their mm. wife, their mother, the love the someone who they deeply have respect for
1: she was berated
0: berated but what to celebrate but but they're going to celebrate or when what? she wins or what and that pains me because america y'all disrespect the fuck out of black women mm-hmm. and honestly i'm sick and tired of it
1: you know what they were also trying to say though they were trying to play the reverse racism <laughs> card like, you're appointing a black woman because she's a black woman? Like, that's racist. Like, like 90% of the rest of the Supreme Court white.
0: And first of all, that one black man in the Supreme Court, that's a different conversation. Because if y'all really look at the stuff he votes for and the way he rocks, that's a different conversation. But there's also
1: Sonia Sotomayor. There's, there's something no, like... No, no, no. But I'm, but just, I'm saying just saying the black... The black... The one black man. You're talking about Thomas. Yeah.
0: He... he <laughs> we, we could really talk about him that's if we the, wanted to, but we're not.
1: That's another whole thing. Okay. But anyways, but like, seriously though, like they were trying to play like the anti... The reverse racism card. I'm like, literally this entire system, Look, all, everybody... Practically everybody in fucking politics is mostly like a white man, an like, older white man. Like, how are you going to put get the them reverse... First here. of all, First of all, <laughs> black
0: people can't be racist. Okay, white people? Mm, like, be, let's get that straight. We can discriminate and we can be prejudiced, mm-hmm. but we can't be racist. That title that title is for y'all, and y'all, we you, you wear it proud, so don't come talking <laughs> about reverse racism right. to me because mm-hmm. I'm honestly sick and tired of it. Mm-hmm. Like, I was just so pissed. I was so pissed. And the second time I cried... And I was kind of mad. I had to
1: cry at that part. And she also cried at that part, too. Cory Booker. When Cory Booker showed up. First of all, that was. Wait, wait. Before we get into that, can we just talk about her qualifications?
0: Yeah. Can we just talk about. I mean, she already qualified. Let's just talk about her. No, no,
1: no. no. But I'm like, I'm going to pull out the stops. Okay. Carla got the facts. All right. I'm looking at a, uh, I've seen this on Instagram. It's on, you can look it up. Just look up like uh, Supreme Court Justice qualifications. All right. Ready. So, of all of the uh, Supreme Court judges, and this includes Breyer, the current ones, only four of them have gone to a public high school. Jackson is one of them. All of them but Amy Coney Barrett have gone to an Ivy League law school. Now let's talk about their career. All but three have been Supreme Court clerks. And then here's the kicker. Ketanji Brown-Jackson is the only one who's been a public defender of all of them. To be on a sentencing sentencing commission, she and Breyer, who she's replacing, are the only two who have been on a sentencing commission. To be a district judge, her and Kagan are the only two who have been district judges. Being a court of appeal judge, all of them but Kagan have been on a court of appeals judge. She checks all of the boxes. Not any not, not one, one of miss. She doesn't not miss any of the miss. boxes, and she's the only one who checks all of these boxes. And yet, y'all still attacked her. Yeah, people want to talk about qualifications. This this woman is qualified, the oh, most qualified, the most qualified out of all of them. It's, it, so I don't want to hear nothing about Ash she's not qualified. Ah, I not like, do that. But like, like, but like, when you think on. about it,
0: like it's not even about qualification. Right. It's just not.
1: But y'all need the qualifications. But you need the qualifications
0: to back Mm, it up. It's not. You just know she's gonna walk into every single room and demand respect. Mm. She honestly, she keeping it real steady and quiet because she's trying to make it through that door, which she will Uh, make it through that door. But I just hope y'all know that once she gets through that door, it's over for literally everyone. Like I have no doubt whatsoever. Because the disrespect, (laughs) that the disrespect that y'all have given her is gonna bite y'all so hard. And I'm gonna have front row seats because I'm forever gonna. I I am just gonna know everything about her now. I'm just gonna be ready. Like I don't think and you I'm know gonna what understand. this is gonna
1: give me like the incentive to like actually like care about it. And not exactly. I care about it, but I'm gonna be keeping up to date with these. And Supreme now court every cases every other that. every other pop in the bubble is gonna
0: be a Supreme <laughs> Court. Ju- like it's just Supreme
1: Court. Supreme <laughs> or, like, It's just like
0: five to four, <laughs> three to six. I don't know. You're just gonna see. Like you're just gonna like. <laughs> it's God, just. Man. Like, it's not about qualification. And I, I honestly, I just will never have this conversation and mm-hmm. mention qualification. Because you'd be blind. Mm-hmm. You Now you're just playing dumb.
1: Yeah, but that's the thing, though, because all the things that she's done, like, if, if it weren't for these things, she wouldn't be even remotely, like, a viable option in the eyes of a lot of people. Because in this system and the way that it works, like... You, as a black woman, you have to be way overqualified in order to, like, reach a position or do something that, like, a white man would probably need, like, two out of the six things that you've done. One out of six. You need so much more of that credibility. And, like, that's what I'm saying, though. You have to be so much more overqualified in order to even make it through the door. Not even make it through the door. To be even looked at
0: for the room. And it's... It's the truth. And, like, we see it in our everyday life. Mm-hmm. Like, some of the stuff that I go through at this school in my life, that's a different conversation.
1: Yeah. But it's the truth. It's, it's the truth. We have to. We have to be, like, we have to keep our demeanor the entire time. We can't show weakness. We have to be, like... Ten times as good as this thing in order to be considered for it, you can't be
0: mad you can't you can't call people out when they're wrong or when you've been disrespected. Mm. you can't say nothing and honestly, I'm just so sick and tired of it, like I'm so sick and tired of it,
1: sick and tired of being sick and tired like she really just
0: like i i I just couldn't watch because mm-hmm. she really just sat there. And was disrespected left and right and up and down. And she just couldn't do anything. Because there's a greater purpose. Mm-hmm.
1: There's a larger thing at risk here. Yeah.
0: Like, why? Why do black women have to do that? Why? Why?
1: Because this is the world we live in. But I will say. I like Cory Booker. He, the way that he spoke to her, like he—he he was crying. He had her crying. He had the like ancestors me crying, were like, <laughs> speaking.
0: Okay, ancestors were he, all he, up he in basically, there.
1: He used his time to just praise her, praise her, because again, like her, like he sat there and he watched her get berated by the senators and be disrespected and have to endure all that she endured at the hands of those people and he just sat there and he praised her and i think that for me like i had gone from watching her get like ridiculed to like that like i couldn't like my emotions were all and over that, the place her too that like, was the one
0: time uh-huh. she truly showed you she cried yeah like, that was the full, only time she cried, and that's the thing tears. i was surprised i was like
1: is she gonna cry because i'm
0: crying i was like oh shoot and,
1: and, then she started be crying. and i was I like oh shit like and I had to, like, I had to, like, turn it off. Like, halfway through his thing, I, like, I had to pause it. I, and still, I had to take a nap. I, I still nap. haven't I watched
0: like, the full video. Oh, my God. I've only seen clips. But, like, this is my thing. I'm also a little mixed emotions about it.
1: Mm.
0: Because I think it's great. Like, I'm all about you know,
1: celebrating like mm-hmm. Issa
0: Rae says, you know, I'm rooting for everybody black. Mm-hmm. And I'm all about that. And I think it was so emotional for me because I've just really never seen like that kind of support like that. Like Curry Booker, if you really watched the video, he was really going ham. He mm-hmm. was praising this woman as he should. But I've never seen it like that. Like live, mm-hmm. a man, a black man. <laughs> right. That's what I'm talking about. I'm really talking about that. Like, it, it kind of threw me a loop. Because yeah, same. I was like, and I don't mean it in a bad way. It just was in a surprised way. Like, I don't, I, I think, and maybe I'm just not looking in the right place. I don't really know. But I think as a black woman, when we talk about politics and we talk about, you know, giving black women their flowers... It's usually coming from another black woman. Mm -hmm. Not a black man. And rarely. If it is coming from a black man. It's not as. Curry Booker style. That's what we're going to call it from now (laughs) on. It's not as Booker style. As it was. So that was really emotional for me. Because I. I mean. You could just feel the support. And it's one thing to have support from black women as one black woman that's that's a whole different level but to be a black woman mm-hmm. and have support from a black man and i feel like i'm talking bad about black men but I swear i'm not i promise i just it's just the way i've yeah it's just the way like life has been for me it
1: i don't know no i i agree with what there's what you're saying and i like I I feel that too because I just wasn't expecting. I think this is a part of the reason why I was so overwhelmed emotionally was because I wasn't expecting that to happen in that setting. Because mm-hmm. I'm sure, like those, that praise does happen, but it happens behind closed behind doors. closed doors. It doesn't yes, happen. Yeah, like that's a, what I meant. Black like, men. I'm like, not saying y'all don't do. Like uh, it doesn't. I just, yeah, I know what you mean exactly, and it doesn't happen like publicly on like a live like. Mm-hmm hearing a confirmation like him this is forever judge. The way, like the way he was talking to her too it was like brother to sister it was exactly. like exactly was like i got you it and wasn't it was like,
0: formal it was exactly. like exactly it
1: was like i
0: generally have respect and love for you and i'm not only letting the people in this room hear it not just you i'm mm-hmm. letting every single person who Ever watches this mm-hmm. this will this will be a video that lives on for generations and generations to come this is something you will talk about
1: mm-hmm.
0: that we will talk about for the rest of our lives because it's not black women are not publicly praised
1: yeah and you know what it was too is that like that room like vul- there's never any vulnerability in there never it's always like going back and forth about policy and this and, and that like th- that just that, like there, there had. I feel like there's never been that much emotion. I'm in telling that you, loop. the ancestors were like, there, bro. It was just like,
0: it was like oh, it the Booker's time? They were like, "It's my time to shine." It was like, "Booker, just, just stay back. <laughs> go, go to space." Yeah. Nah, I'm, 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 I'm just messing. But, it like that was, it was something, and I think, I've, I've just, I've just been really processing,
1: the whole yeah. thing. See, but I'm glad, like, I, I'm appreciative of the fact that it did happen because a lot of what it was was just her being, like, ridiculed in front of everybody. And so I think though it was, like, unexpected and kind of, like, it, it's not normal for that setting, mm-hmm. it felt, like, necessary. Mm-hmm. And it felt like it helped to sort of balance out everything that she had endured and been under um but yeah yeah that being said um she's i'm like 99 percent certain i'm 101 that she's gonna you know she's gonna be voted in um and i'm excited for that day so let's hope that april 4th brings some good news i think it will but um yeah, and it's just like it's crazy that she's gonna be voted in anyway. And a lot of these senators who were questioning her know that she's gonna be voted in anyway. And so like it almost like I questioned like how necessary was that. But yeah, they just wanted screen time. It's she good. she is she's gonna go down in the history books, and she's going to be somebody that, like, now that I, I know, I'm going to follow this um, because this is a, a very big deal. Yeah, because, I, was, I wasn't I was joking
0: about the pop and the bubble Supreme Court case. <laughs> I, I really wasn't. You're
1: going to hear about her and hear about what she's doing in the Supreme Court. Um, but she's just, like, an amazing woman, and, and I think hopefully that she can be, like, the image and the representation of what, like, and, and just be the catalyst for this country as we move forward and changing in demographics of our political system and just even even just that piece like it don't matter like if if you're like vote red or blue like we just need some more like diversity in there and i mean that with my whole entire chest we just need but less
0: but white men it's less women. and women yeah too. y'all not safe we just need <laughs> less of some of y'all yeah please retire
1: Please, yeah, retire. Just go. Just, just go away. It's fine. It's been the same how many years and years. Like, like, it's okay. Relax.
0: It's fine. You, your name's up there already. You can go now. Like, please. <laughs> but we're gonna end on a good
1: note. But it's women. It's Women's History Month, and she's a she's a woman in history. <laughs> yeah. Um. And so it was very important that we talked about her, and I don't want any of like the negative things that happened and that we talked about in that hearing to take away from. The fact that she is amazing and she's gonna do absolutely amazing things, and yeah, that was just like it, it sucks that all those like horrible emotions came with this really great historic event for us um that means so much to a lot of people, but it's important to talk about the nuances of everything that happens, I guess, so yeah, but like tolly said let's let's end on a good note
0: um. Women's History Month so I thought we'd take some time to talk about someone a woman in our life who inspire us mm-hmm. are you going first or am I going first, going first. Um, I don't know I think I give this person I definitely talk about this person a lot because um, for someone I've literally met four years ago the impact they've made on my life is tremendous and I do hope when she hears this I don't know um it's Shira yes I just um for those of you who don't know she was on the podcast uh, last year um I met Shira my freshman year she was my junior prefect which is basically like an RA in your dorm um she was the only black prefect in our, our um, dorm, and I really do believe in fate, and I think they put her across from my room. Mm-hmm. I just, I just think, Literally. <laughs> like if you just, just the things I experienced freshman year, I owe a lot of it. I owe a lot of making it through freshman year to my friend group, but generally, to Shira, because I just. I think a part of me wouldn't be who I am without her. And just, like, even now, like, we talk literally every Sunday. Mm -hmm. Literally every day, really. And I'm just so inspired by her. Like, I'm inspired by her growth, the love she shows. I don't know. Like, I don't really... I don't really get any more like I feel like I don't really talk about the impact people have on my lives because I'm really someone who can easily mm-hmm. be like, I didn't know you then and I like I wouldn't mind. Like yeah. it wouldn't faze me if you walked out. But she's she's one of the few people who like if she walked out of my life, like that would hurt me to my core because she's like I just generally don't think I would be the person that I am mm-hmm. today without her. And I owe a lot of her growth. A lot of my growth, a lot of my, like, person I am not only at SG, but outside of SG, to her.
1: I'm just, I'm going to piggyback on that for a second. Because Shara truly is an amazing human being. And she has this, like, demeanor about her where she's always just, like, like, she's so warm and, like, inviting Mm -hmm. to me. And she, like, made a point as our prefect and as our, like, friend to be there for us, to, mm-hmm. like, ask us how we're doing and then to, like, make us feel comfortable enough to confide in her and then try to, like, help us figure it out. And I'm not as close to her as you are, but, like, she has had also had, like, a big impact on my life because I always knew, like, she's there. Like, mm-hmm. I, got, I got somebody writing for me who, mm-hmm. like, has been through this. She knows what it's like and she knows how to, like, Help me navigate this, and so, i'm yeah. Facts like Shara, she got that. Like, um, I love her. Our HBCU queen. H U. (laughs) She's doing that. I'm like, I'm so, uh, I'm just, I'm, I'm in awe of her. I'm inspired by her. I just, whatever she does with her life, and just like the the vulnerability that she walks with, and she's just so real about everything. And I just I appreciate that because it's different, like she doesn't try to act like anything that she's not. she's just a genuine human being, and mm-hmm. I love that about her um, <laughs> but yeah, um, so I guess I'll go ahead and say my person um and I think uh this time I'm gonna have to go with my older sister juby um you for listening, you are have and have always been an inspiration to me um she is a hustler. She's, like, a certified hustler. And she's been hustling and taking care of my siblings and my family at, for as long as I can remember. And um, she's opening up, f- like, her own salon oh, yeah. this oh, weekend. Yeah. Um, and so we're recording on Saturday, but Sunday, the day this comes out, Tolly and I will probably be at her grand opening for her salon in Providence. It's called Garden Digibel, if anybody needs, um, lash extensions, gets their hair done, you know, all that, and she also has a boutique called Juby's Closet, if anybody's interested, where she sells her lashes, but, um, my sister is a hustler, and not only is she a hustler, but she's just, she, uh, like, the conversations, and my sister is, has always been, like, my best friend, the conversations that we have together, it's like, it's, it's on a different level. Like, we can talk about, like, intellectual, spiritual, like, anything and everything. And we, like, come at each other with, like, the same energy. And she doesn't look down on me because I'm her younger sister. And she, we just, we come, we come to that conversation. And so I'm just, like, I'm so appreciative of her and I see her. Because I used to just, you know, Encanto, right? Mm-hmm. The older sister. The bomb movie, by the older way. Older sister, Luisa. Like, my sister is Luisa. And... I I never realized it growing up, but she took on a lot, and and she always hid that from us because she was our older sister, and she felt it was her responsibility to take care of us. And I could never fully see that then, but now that I'm older and I'm feeling a lot of the same things that I imagine she went through, I like I'm starting to appreciate that and see that more, and just I'm I'm happy that she's like. She's shining now for herself. Mm. She's doing it for herself, not for, like, her younger siblings or her family. And I'm just, I'm so incredibly excited to see where she goes and what she does. And I don't care if I don't talk to her every day. Like, that's my sister. And I will ride with her till the day I die, Juby. I love you. You You're an amazing human being. And I'm so excited. I'll see you at the grand opening. (laughs) I just want to say, like,
0: being a black woman, though, we really just came from, like, February. Love a black woman, woman from, from infinity, infinity to infinity. infinity. <laughs> but, like, on a real note, like, come on, I got two months to just be celebrated. First of all, I got Black History Month, which will never be top. Like, I'm talking about, <laughs> I'm, like, I'm ready January 1st. Mm. And then I get Women's was, History We had a good Black History <laughs> Month this year. We, we had, had a great, good Black it History was good. Month. It was, this is the best one we ever had. If y'all didn't listen to our episodes, you fake, but whatever. <laughs> and we we had a good Women's History I had a good Women's History Month. I did too, yeah. I I spent time with the women in my life who inspired me every day to be better. And I I couldn't ask for anything more. So... If you wanna cash at me money because I'm one of those women in your life <laughs> <laughs> I mean uh, let me know. I'm just saying. You laughing, but I'm trying to pay for college.
1: Shit, me too. So
0: Me too. Me too. <laughs> <laughs> so I'll take anything, honestly.
1: Cool if, I ever, if I ever did a good deed for you out of kindness of my heart, this is a <laughs> IOU. You Not even. <laughs>
0: Just the fact that I'm in your life should be good <laughs> enough. <laughs> oh, like, crazy. don't you want to see a black woman succeed? Like, let me be that black woman.
1: Please. <laughs> you need to love this black woman from infinity, infinity to, to infinity. infinity. <laughs> okay. But <laughs> that means that means opening your wallets, right? Your hearts. Please,
0: <laughs> mostly your wallets, but you know, yeah. whatever you decide. Yeah. Right. But um, yeah, that's all we have today. Um, we'll be back soon. We'll be back soon. Really with excited the, uh, some for good th- content. We have the next, planned, the next people. two months. Maybe it's because we're gonna take a really long break. <laughs> <after> we graduate.
1: <laughs> who said? Who said? So who who said? To,
0: I'm just trying to hit y'all with the good ones before we start <laughs> slacking again. But um, I'm really excited for the episodes we have planned. Um, it's going to be entertaining.
1: <laughs> especially the next one. Um, <laughs> oh, man. Okay. But yeah, that's all we got. Um, with these last few days, please go and celebrate the woman in your life. Um, do that any day, but especially this month. And uh, that's all we have for you. I'm Tali. I'm Carla. And And that's that's on on Women's History Month. Month.